0: You're listening to a BGE podcast. Friends and family gather round and fire up the barbecue. Let the smoke waft and float, that's what we're gonna do. You can't deny there's nothing like friends and family and food. Don't sit still, pull out your grill, we're gonna have a barbecue.
1: Welcome to this episode of the Blind Grilling Experience, where we start our conversation about turkeys, hams, and the holidays.
0: Keeps turning, don't worry what you gotta do. Cause if you're looking, you ain't cooking. Fire up the barbecue. Fire up the barbecue.
1: Welcome back folks. My name is Chris Peltz. I am the most interesting griller in the world and on today's episode of the Blind Grilling Experience, we're going to be throwing out a few little ideas, some things for y'all to think about as we get ready and prepped for Thanksgiving. A lot of folks are already planning for their turkey, for their ham and all the holiday fixings, and there's a lot of questions that I know you guys have, a lot of questions that have already been asked that we are going to be diving into over the next couple of weeks as we help you get prepared for that busy cooking, baking, smoking, grilling, sous whatever it is you guys are doing. We're going to do our best to help you get ready for it. With that said, if you've got some specific questions, shoot us an email, info at blindgrilling.com, and let us know your question, whether it has to do with turkey, ham, sides, uh, w- w- you know, desserts, breads, all of those things. If you've got some questions for us, uh, let us know. Hey, if we don't know, that's all, all we can tell you is we don't know but we'll help share as much knowledge as we possibly can here on the program and of course uh, help you guys out um, because hey you know what if you've got a question about something more than likely somebody else does as well so shoot us an email info at blindgrilling.com and let us know so to get this party started first of all You need to determine how, first of all, I guess what you're going to cook, whether it's going to be a ham, uh, like a spiral ham, or whether you're going to do a turkey, a whole turkey or a turkey breast, uh, you know, how big of a turkey. Uh, Sometimes what we need to think about is whether or not we're going to do two smaller turkeys or one bigger turkey. I will say this right off the bat. You know, obviously, sometimes uh, what we have room for uh, is going to determine which one we go with. Uh, but if you can do two smaller rather than one big one, I would recommend that uh, when it comes to turkeys. But again, I, I understand some folks just don't have the the space uh, for you know those those types of of cooks. Uh, also right now, a lot of stores, a lot of meat markets, various places, they're getting information out. They are letting folks know that they're going to be having fresh turkeys. And so if you want to get a fresh turkey, you know, you need to place your order, um, as opposed to waiting, you know, or, um, you know, looking for a, a frozen turkey, and we will try to, we'll have a, a Friday episode before Thanksgiving reminding folks to, um, you know, that weekend, take out the turkey of the, take it out of the freezer and put it in the fridge at that time. And so that's something that, uh, you know, a lot of folks, you know, they they find themselves on a Tuesday afternoon or Wednesday taking that turkey out of the freezer and and having a frozen bird on Thursday morning or even Tuesday night when they're trying to do some of their prep. It doesn't work that way. Them things take a long time to thaw out. Uh, and the best way to do it, of course, is in the fridge and uh, uh, for you know several days ahead of time, especially if you plan on brining, which is something else you have to decide as well. Are you going to brine? Are you going to inject? Are you simply just going to to season it? Uh, are you putting it on a smoker? Are you uh, gonna fry your turkey? Right? You gonna deep fry it, or you just gonna bake it? Um, and of course, you know some some folks, you know, as as time goes on, maybe. Uh, just smaller crowds are are getting together, smaller little you know, family gatherings, and maybe it's just a breast rather than a whole turkey that you're doing. Uh, and so yeah, you know, there's a lot of questions that you, you for you all to think about as we start making these preparations. And of course, there's always the sides, whether it's dressings, you know, the you know, mashed potatoes. Uh, when I say dressing, some folks call it stuffing. But we're talking about the same thing. While there are different types of dressings that you can make, um, I, I'm I, while I, you know the the cornbread stuffing is fine. That's probably not my preference, but that's a, a personal preference. A lot of folks love that stuff, and it and it's good. I, I no doubt about it. But I do prefer uh, the bread. Uh, Dressing the, you know, some folks will use some oysters in it, or you know, the giblet dressing, um, you know, things like that. So uh, that's probably one of my favorites. Uh, I use a, I use bread that will set out, and uh, but that again, we'll we'll get into some of that here, you know, as we go through the uh, the next couple of weeks leading up to Thanksgiving. Of course, there's always the the question about Pies and and other sides that maybe you want to have, um, you know, yams or no yams, you know, all of those things uh, that folks are asking about. Uh, again, if you got questions for us, info at blindgrilling.com. And we'll do our best to answer your question here on the podcast as well. There are some folks that are. Uh, asking questions about size, that they've been invited to go to someone's home. They want to take a side and wondering what would be a good side to take. Of course, there are various types of casseroles that are always good when it comes to like a green bean casserole, something like that. Uh, But desserts are always, uh, you know, a, a hit as well. Whether it's something like a peanut butter pie, even a cheesecake. Uh, something simple, a no-bake cheesecake, uh, you know, if, if, if you're really worried about, um, you know, either, either time or, you know, whatever it is, um, you know, you're not, perhaps you don't consider yourself to be, uh, very skilled, but you really want to, you know, have something to offer that folks would enjoy, you know, cheesecakes are always great. For that, you know, you got your pumpkin pie, your apple pie, cobblers, and things of that nature, or even breads. Um, whether it, it is something like a uh, a strawberry bread, a banana bread, things along those lines are always great sides that you can make. Uh, and of course, as you you know us, if we, if you've got a smoker and you can cook it on a smoker, it'll be even better. And so uh, that's you know we've got our banana bread recipe on our website, blindgrilling.com, that you can go and check out uh, and uh, and and follow that, as well as our cobbler recipe for uh, blackberry cobbler, but we did it with peaches just a couple weeks ago, and that turned out absolutely amazing. That peach cobbler was awesome, and so that would be something uh, that you, know, you might consider taking as well um you know and so so there's or those are a few things that i think sometimes are uh, overlooked we start oh, want to overthink sometimes the sides that we might uh, that we might try to take and uh, of course sometimes folks are like man there's more desserts than there is anything else and while not a lot of folks complain about that usually uh, just pointing out an observation uh, you know, some folks think, well, you know, we probably should have had more sides, different sides and, you know, things along that, uh, along those lines. But, uh, you know, just some simple things, green beans, mashed potatoes, Um, you know, you could do a, some type of potato bake, which is always, uh, you know, a hit and and turns out really well, adds a little bit of, um, you know, color and texture and and flavor, uh, to, uh, a otherwise, you know, traditional meal that, uh, some folks maybe not think about. Uh, so those, those are some things that might be considered. Um, one thing that we always do, if we're going somewhere, or we're having someone over, we try to ask if there's anything someone is allergic to or can or cannot eat, um, you know, such as you know, having seeds, for example, uh, or if they're allergic to shellfish, so no shrimp um, or, or oysters or anything like that. Um, you know, that. You know, that type of thing, you know, making sure uh, that, you know, there's nothing that someone has to avoid or, you know, you need to make sure that you're good there so everybody can enjoy whatever it is you've brought or whatever it is you've made. So uh, some things that, you know, just to throw out there for your consideration. And considering others as well, but let's talk about the turkey for a little bit. We're going to get into some tips and uh, t- ticks. Let's ah, hope not. Tips and tricks and techniques when it comes to the perfect crispy skin, uh, whether it's in the oven, whether it's on the smoker. Uh, you know, we'll talk about you know brining uh, versus injecting and some other things. Uh, coming up. But I do want to throw out some brands. If you guys want to start getting online and maybe ordering some things, you can go to pitsandgrills.com, P-I-T-S, the letter N as in Nancy, grills, G-R-I-L-L-S, .com, pitsandgrills.com. And you can order some supplies online there, uh, you know, such as Cosmo has there turkey brine, which is a, and just an awesome and spectacular turkey brine if that's the route you want to go. Uh, you've got Lane's Barbecue uh, out in Georgia. They've got a brine as well that basically you're just taking, following the directions, adding water. The thing to consider is if you're going to brine a turkey, it needs to be refrigerated or on ice, whether it's a bucket that fits inside of a cooler surrounded by ice overnight or if that bucket or bag, they have brining bags as well, um, you know, but it needs to be, you know, somewhere cool in the refrigerator overnight while it's brining uh, or, you know, packed in ice uh, so that it can stay cool and, and don't have any <clears throat> type of, uh, you know, it doesn't go bad on you. Uh, So you got to, you got to consider the room that you have, not just for the turkey, but how you're going to brine it, what you're going to brine it in and where you're going to put it overnight while it is in the brine. And so those are some things, you know, there are buckets. um, There are certain types of buckets specific for brining. There's bags for brining. uh, And so those are some of the things to think about as well but probably the my favorite brines are it would be between the Cosmo and Lane's barbecue. I think there are some others uh, last I if I remember right, Meat Church has some brines and there's some other you can make your own, you can get online and look up recipes and make your own. And and those always work out well. Uh, one of the tips that we try to uh, and we'll say it a few times over the next few weeks. If you have a frozen turkey. Keep in mind that when they freeze turkeys, they inject them with a salt water solution. And so if you're going to thaw out a frozen turkey and plan on brining it, cut the salt in half or by by even more, maybe down to a quarter of what it calls for, Otherwise, it will it'll just make that turkey completely just way too salty. Uh, That's just the nature of it. But if it's a fresh turkey, then just follow directions as usual or any recipes that you have for brines and add whatever salt they call for. But if you're using using you know you've thawed a frozen turkey that you bought, you know big plumped up frozen bird, then you know definitely. Uh, don't add the amount of salt that the brines call for, <clears throat> because that will just make it way, and I mean way too salty. So with that said, uh, what about injections? And again, this is one of those things where, uh, you know, there are some really cool uh, Oh, there's like injection guns, injection, uh, you know, for for turkeys, for injecting meat. Certain types of uh, large diameter needles that allow you to get nice thick liquids. But even at that, a lot of time your normal sauces don't go well through those uh, through those injectors. Because the, they clog them up, some of the the thick um, uh, ground spices and things that they find you find in those types of just regular sauces, barbecue sauces, just seem to really clog up those injectors. So that's something you really got to watch out for. You really want to try and find something that I think is specific for injections. Um, and to believe it or not, Bass Pro has one of their brands, Uncle Buck's brand. They've got some really good injections. Of course, they've got a lot of of turkey frying products for those who are going to fry their turkeys. They've got their Cajun. Uh, they've got their, their Cajun butter, I think, their garlic butter. They've got a, a honey mesquite barbecue. And that's probably one of my favorite injections that we've used on turkeys, uh, ever. I mean, it's just really good. Uncle Buck's brand at Bass Pro, uh, this this Mesquite Barbecue or Honey Barbecue uh, injection that that you can get in this jar. And that's that's probably been one of my uh, favorites. Of course, a lot of folks love the uh, the Cajun injection, the garlic butter. Injection, but there are lots of other sauces, and you can usually find those at your favorite grilling stores or uh, in uh, you know various aisles at grocery stores for specifically for injections. And then of course there's the rub and the seasoning, right? Because we we want this bird to be perfect. We want the meat to be juicy, seasoned right, cooked all the way through, perfect temperature. But we also want that seasoning on the outside to be great. And finding something that complements, depending on what it is you're doing, whether it's your brine, whether it is an injection, uh, or just seasoning it up. Maybe you're just seasoning the outside, uh, you know, and setting setting it in your fridge overnight. You know, finding that right seasoning is something that uh, you really need to give a lot of thought to. And, uh, you know, in order to make things you know, just just right and just perfect. And so as we go through the next couple of weeks, if you've got questions on that, be sure and shoot us that email, info at blindgrilling.com, so we can try to help you and, and get some questions lined up and answer those questions for you, help keep you on the right track so that you have the perfect bird this Thanksgiving or the perfect ham right? Um, you know, you get a, a spiral ham and usually they come with a packet of, of seasoning, uh, or some type of, uh, you know, uh, I guess, a, a, like a seasoning packet that, that they recommend putting on, but there are, there are some spritzes that you can make with certain juices, whether it's pineapple, apple, um, and orange juice all mixed together with a little bit of honey. Uh, mix all the four of those together. It just makes an, a wonderful spritz, a nice, gives a nice sweet caramelization to that ham, you know, in addition to whatever it is you're going to season it with. And I generally don't use the packets. I have in times past. They're not my favorite when you go and buy a spiral ham at a, at a store. There's so many other great options that are out there. That are just really good for that type of cook, and so again, that's something to think about. Make sure you have on hand leading up to that day, because you don't want to wake up Thursday morning with everything closed and and think I don't have this, I forgot that, and you know, uh, and just uh, and it's already feel defeated, like things just aren't going to turn out very well. And so we are try to help you be prepared for these cooks that you guys are going to be wanting to engage in and and uh, and serve to your friends and to your family. And also, you know, when it comes to the wood that you use, you know, when it comes to the wood, let's just go ahead and get this out of the way because I'll tell you what, there's been a lot of places that it's been hard to get wood, especially certain types of wood for the cooks that p- folks want to do. And I have a couple of woods that I recommend, and especially when it comes to, let's say, turkey. And the go-to probably is going to be pecan uh, and alder. Those would be the two that I would say choose from. And yes, it's some personal preference here. Mesquite can be overpowering. A lot of folks overuse mesquite, Alder is a really good choice when it comes to those who kind of like the mesquite but they don't want to overdo it. Uh, alder is great not only for fish but for poultry as a whole, and and when it comes to to turkeys, it's it's a great smoke. Uh, maple wood is also one that is really good uh, for for turkeys. Again, pecan you can't go wrong with at all. And then, you know, once you choose a good hardwood that you're going to use, whether it's an alder, a pecan, uh, or maple, something along those lines, get a little bit of a fruit wood to go with it. A peach wood, for example, or persimmon uh, is always good uh, type of wood for the holidays to add just a little bit extra if you're doing this out on your smoker. Now, if you're you're doing something ham- related, maybe, you know, apple wood would be your fruit wood of choice uh, that you could use. Um, of course, peach always works great as well, but uh, sometimes you want to have that wood kind of match the flavor profile that you're going for with your with your seasonings, with your injections, or your, or your brine. Uh, and so keep that in mind as well. You know, have a good hardwood, whether it's a hickory or oak, uh, and or, you know, again, my preference would be pecan if you're adding that to your lump charcoal, and and then a fruit wood to go with it. Uh, and so that that is something again that it's good to have on hand anyway, but especially when you're getting ready for the holidays, you're getting ready to, you know, put on this feast for fr- family and friends and, and you, you want it to be the best that you can possibly, you know, make it, you know, these are just a few things, you know, to, that you can do well in advance and have on hand so that you don't have to stress and worry about it as time gets a little closer. I, we're all procrastinators in a lot of ways. I'm one of the worst. T- trust me, I understand. But at the same time, uh, you know, it's it's always good to jump out ahead of this. Uh, a few other things that I would recommend you have on hand would be butter, stick butter especially, and of course some duck fat spray. Uh, you know, so you, you want to have your duck fat spray, you want to have your, your sticks of butter, and you want to have, you know, what find your, your brine, your seasoning, your injections, whatever you're going to be using for all of that Get all of that in advance, and and then also make sure you've got the right kind of pan that you're going to be using, right? If you're going to you know cook your turkey, whether it's on a rack, um, you know some folks will take a rib rack, almost like a V rack, and turn it upside down. It makes a great uh, way to hold a turkey over a uh, a drip pan like an aluminum pan you can set that rack in your turkey goes in the rack that that aluminum pan can catch all those drippings and you can make a beautiful tasty gravy out of all of those fat drippings from that turkey you don't lose anything um, you know you don't make a big old mess all over your grill with all of that you know that fat dripping all over everything um and it just just makes everything better makes the gravy you know taste better you know and when you pour, pour that whether you put it on the the meat itself on the potatoes or the dressing dip your bread in it whatever it is it just it just so much better when you bring that meal together by using those drippings for uh for your gravy it's just it's just awesome it really is amazing Go over your recipes that you're going to be using, and 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 make that list, you know, and get you know, and have get ready to go out and get those fresh ingredients, you know, maybe that that Thursday or Friday before, uh, and have those on hand, you know, in you know, ready for you. Uh, too often, I hear from folks all the time that wait till Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday to go and get all their ingredients, and and they they're either running all over the place to five six seven different stores because they can't find what it is they're looking for, or or uh, you know or, or they just they just don't they end up not being able to you know to find it at all, even going out out to all those places. Uh, so you, having some of that prep done ahead of time is always good and getting those ingredients, um, you know, a few days earlier than you first were thinking that you should, um, you know, just kind of getting out ahead of the crowds and ahead of the rush, uh, for all the other procrastinators that don't listen to blind grilling experience, giving this type of advice. So you guys are, have no excuse. (laughs) And so, uh, so that's, that's some of the things that I think, you know, for us to really think about and consider as we start getting ready for the holidays, right? Uh, we're going to focus on turkey mainly. We'll talk a little bit about ham. After Thanksgiving, we're going to start talking about, you know, some other food like prime rib, lamb, and uh, we'll probably talk more about ham as well um, leading up to Christmas and things like that. But right now, all focus is on Thanksgiving and uh, you know generally this is what folks are doing you know is the turkeys and the spiral hams and so that's that's kind of where we're gonna keep our focus but if you got questions about desserts or other things like that we're gonna talk about transferring recipes from oven to smoker or vice versa you uh, know we, uh, we'll, we're gonna get into deep frying turkeys and some things that you really need to watch for and uh, some things to keep in mind when you're ready to deep fry a turkey. It, it it's not that it's difficult, and it's not that it's hard, and it's not even that these things are dangerous unless you don't pay attention and take the right precautions. But that's what we're going to be getting into and talking about over the next couple of weeks. So be sure and stay tuned. Subscribe to the podcast as well as we start to uh, unleash all of our knowledge and tips, tricks and techniques when it comes to preparing for
0: Thanksgiving.
1: All right folks, that's it to for today's you. episode. I hope you guys are ready. I', I I'm, I'm ready to eat right now. I'll tell you that. And I am excited to help you guys prepare the best meal possible until next time remember if you're looking you ain't cooking
0: keeps us when life wants to tear us apart barbecue no matter the weather under the sun or the stars fire is burning the world keeps turning don't worry what you gotta do because if you're looking you ain't cooking fire up the barbecue fire Barbecue.